Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes blow Hey, up. everyone, and welcome to Potty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. I call to your God till before me he stands, but don't send me Jesus. He's only a man. And on the other side of the table is Dr. <laughs> Scientist. Julie. Send in the cleaning crew. Another one fell for the marbles. <laughs> My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, I'm coming up. If there And if there isn't a dead body by the time I get there, I'll make one myself. You. <laughs> Welcome to potty time. So this week we're going back to something we have not done in a while. We are doing a very, very special episode. <gasps> Ooh, what's it about? I'm glad you asked. Thank you, Sir Chompslap. So this week we're talking about some of our favorite ever Sega games. Ooh, <laughs> Sega Genesis, Sega Master System. What's Sega? Sega! There is only one Sega, as far as I'm concerned, and that's Sega Genesis. Oh, take that, UK. Yeah, and those <laughs> CD lovers. 32X ain't shit. Dreamcast. I was, I was thinking Sega CD. But yeah, I'm just saying Dreamcast. Mm. Sega Genesis, around there. <laughs> All right? That's what we're doing. And uh, we have nothing for the crevice, because we were perfect last week. We nailed it. We're Remember always that, guys? perfect. Yeah, what game did we do? It was one of the good ones. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What was one of the better score? ones we talked oh, about. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Cool. One of the best ones we've ever done. I can't believe you scored at that, Sir Chompslap. I know, right? <laughs> and then you <laughs> topped him. <laughs> I know, right? It was crazy. It was a <laughs> butternuts time. So, this week, it's really weird, too. There's no news to talk about at all. No. That's weird. No, Nothing no, happened. Nothing's ever happening. Trump did take no control one. again, but. Oh, that was a terrible August. <laughs> <laughs> Now with Overlord Trump in charge, finally we can get back to being great, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know it. All right, so this week we're talking about Sega games. Let's just go ahead and we'll just jump right into it. Let's mm. do it. We're going to start with the man himself, Sir Chompslap. And what game are you going to give us today? All right, sit down and buckle up, motherfuckers. This is Altered Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Released in... August of 88. Nice. <laughs> I don't have a date because I forgot to look that up. <laughs> Number one movie of the time, Cocktail. Oh, oh Tom okay. Cruise. Really <laughs> setting the vibes here. I like it. You know it. Number one song, Roll With It. <laughs> Steve Winwood. An absolutely perfect song I listen to every day. Oh, people love it. Of course, it. of course. It's so, how I wake up. Yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> but How I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Altered Beast. It was a Sega game, obviously, but it was originally an arcade game on the Sega arcade console, which is, it's not a console. It's an yeah. arcade game. I don't ever remember seeing this in arcade. Oh, I do. I do, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's, it, it, I wonder how much it costs to buy. That'd be a cool thing to have. I'll check it out. I'll look it up, because now I'm curious. Because the ending of this game is different on the arcade than it is on the Sega, but we'll get into that. So, Altered Beast, you're a dude, and you're dead, and in the beginning, Zeus is like, rise from your graves. Who doesn't remember that? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that was like, that was one of the first times I remember playing a game where I'm like, yo, the game fucking just talked to me. Like, <laughs> yeah, Sega. words. Uh, like, Sega was the first time I heard anything, when it was like, it pops up on the screen, Sega. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's awesome. Oh, God, I just got hit by a massive piece of nostalgia right there <laughs> i completely forgot that there weren't loading screens oh yeah or like a big hud you had to go through to click on the game yeah never an update dude <laughs> so right good. into it like you want to play a game fuck you it's starting like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so it was one or two player but you're dead man you're raised by zeus himself and he's like go fucking get athena somebody stole her so you're all right you're thrown into it you you're in the graveyard Stage one. And you punch, you kick things, and sometimes they shoot out these little blue orbs, and if you collect three blue orbs, you turn into a, in stage one, a werewolf. 
Mm, super powered thing. Yes. You, you power up. I think it says that. It says power up. It's ringing a bell for sure. And you like throw out some energy bolts and you can do like a dash across the screen that turns into like a triangle and you can hit shit. And so you do that through the first level, get to the end. And it's a dude who just like sh- comes out of the ground. He's like, oh, and he shoots faces above you and they drop on you. Everyone remembers that first end guy. Yeah, I absolutely do. I don't know if I've ever even got past like the second level in this game, but I remember the fuck out of that first one. I remember the first three levels, but then I'm lost after that. But yeah, you shoot that guy, you kill him. He's like, ah, and he just sucks your power and disappears in a hole. And you jump right in after him. <laughs> Back to your normal self into level two, the swamp. And in the swamp, we got like two-headed dogs. We got eyeball plants some type of dragons <laughs> and in the swamp you turn into a dragon and your move here is kind of like Blanca yeah you just shoot electricity everywhere and you go to fight the end boss of this level which is a giant eyeball plant that looks like a watermelon and then it opens up and it's full of eyeballs I mean just it's the easiest boss ever you just go fly especially if you're the dragon it. yeah sure sure I remember being the guy a lot at the bosses. Is that well? You kept dying and you yeah, keep you missed hit. the fucking thing. Yeah. yeah, I hate when one of those things would fly and you couldn't grab it in time and it flew off the screen. Yeah, I, okay, I remember that a lot. But you beat the dragon. Same things happen. Guy got jumps in a hole, takes your power. You go to the next level. We got a cave, and in this cave, we got walking skeletons, rock turtles. We got a whole bunch of weird shit. And you turn into a bear, a bear man, bear wolf, were bear. There we go. Um, you, I will let you know, not to stop your momentum here, but you can own your own Altered Beast arcade cabinet from Vintage Arcade Superstore, a.k.a. VintageArcade.net, for a measly $3,200. Oh. Where's my next stimulus, America? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? You can almost get a fucking pin bot for that. No, sir. You could also get it with a 19-inch or 25-inch monitor upgrades. No. I Why would, would you want the upgrades? I want original. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want OG, OG, 3,200. Yeah, fuck that. But you, there's walking bees on this level, too. It's just sure. like bees that shoot stingers at you, but they're not too late. I Sounds pretty cool. So you get to the end boss. He's a coiled dragon. Beat him, blah, blah, blah. Next level. It's a castle. And there's headless skeletons, demons, zombies, flying demons, yada, yada. Get to the end boss. He's a floating alligator with a lava belly. That's the best way I could describe him. <laughs> That's fair. I mean. I'm sure you guys never even saw him because you suck. I'm pretty sure at this point in history, they were making video game characters or enemies based on like what they could do and if it looked cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the justification for why they were there was like, oh, that was an afterthought. I don't think I ever got past the tiger level either. No, me neither. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's the tiger level, level four. Yeah. I never got to the end of that one. Yeah. And he's the floating alligator with the belly of lava and he shoots little fucking dragons out of his mouth. Mm, if I had a nickel. Yeah. It was pretty neat. <laughs> But you beat him, lose your power, go to the next level. And this level's fucking wild. It's like hot pink and orange. And there's fucking armored pig unicorn men walking around. Sure, sure. Goat men. Sexy. So you get to the boss. And I've seen this boss before because he shows up in the castle as a a little statue in the background. But he's a, a rhino man. In armor. Mm, rock steady. Yeah. Exactly. But that's the end boss of the game. Beat him. He falls into his little fucking thing. And a bird flies out. And you're like, what the fuck is this? This is it? This is the end of the game? Bird lands on the ground. Turns to Athena. Boom. There it is. Save the world. Game over. And apparently, on the Genesis version, after you beat it, all it showed was like a single screen. And it's just like a picture of the werewolf guy and Athena just like, oh, falling in love. Making out. But in the arcade version, if you beat it, there's that picture and there's some more pictures and then it turns into 
like behind the scenes pictures where the whole thing was a movie. What? <laughs> yeah. There's like pictures of a guy like doing the fucking the chop things and a rap party with everyone drinking beer and then the guy the werewolf taking his suit off and shit. It's pretty fucking badass. That's a much better ending. I know, right? So there it is. That's all And that's it. That's the game. All right. For final thoughts. Final thoughts. It was eighty eight. Give him a break. <laughs> <laughs> They were still trying to figure out how to make arcade games happen on a television at your house. It was 16-bit, and this was the game that came with the first Sega Genesis system. Like, it was the built-in, like, the the game you get with the box, you know? Yeah, like it shipped with it. Before it it turned to Sonic the Hedgehog. I forgot about it. Was this the the one that came with the, uh, like, the first version of the Genesis that had the the on-off, like, toggle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys have that one, or did you have like the smaller version? We had the toggle version. Yeah, we had the toggle version. We, had we definitely had it. We, we definitely had Alter Beast. Beast. Yeah. Yeah, I remember playing Alter Beast because that was the game that everyone had and was done with. And they're like, "Do you want to borrow that? You don't have any games." Because <laughs> we had we had the smaller version, the smaller line model. Oh uh, yeah. Oh man, that was the best. When I was seven, eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Different times, man. Yeah. When I didn't care about. Playing the same first level over and over and over yeah, again. Because I could never get past it. <laughs> like, if you got somewhere in those old games, it was a fucking accomplishment, dude. Yeah, that's just, that's what video games were. Yeah. You just kept doing it until you fucking figured it out or got good enough. Get good. Yeah. Get good. We give that a get good out of 27 stars. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. Right. <laughs> but that's it. Let's go to the next game. All right, well, the next game, uh, we're going in alphabetical order for the listeners out there, and probably what I assume is going to be the best game we talk about, Bob, at all. Not even close. Yeah, I don't know. We got some fucking well, we got some heaters. We got here. some bangers coming up. Some slappers. <laughs> some bangers. But is anything going to bang harder than Boogerman, a pick and flick adventure? <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get away with that these days. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. It was released November 18th, 1992 in North America, where the number one song was How Do You Talk to an Angel by oh, the Lights. Oh, nice. Wow, nice. Yeah. I'll tell you, I will tell you guys, not too big of a spoilers, but all of my game release dates have fucking banger songs. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the worst one. You'll see. And uh, also on this day, Superman was killed by Doomsday at age 54. In the comic? Yeah, the comic released on November 18th, Get the fuck out. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I remember Death of Superman and the 18 versions. Yeah. There were. It was only five or something, but. There were six. Because there was like a black book version, like bag version. You could only get. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember a bunch. And they put all together. It was like a landscape cover. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty badass. It was released for Sega Genesis and published by Interplay Productions. Single player platformer. So. The, the whole story about this game is it's pretty gnarly. And uh, the, the civic-minded, they call him the civic-minded professor, Professor Stinkbaum, <laughs> S-T-I-N-K-B-A-U-M. Stink oh, bomb. I thought it was like Balm, B-A-L-M. Yeah. That would be. Well, this gets wilder. Because <laughs> it is. He, was lurk- he was working in his lab above. Wait, one night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, forget it. That's a <laughs> stupid joke about the Monster Mash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I got it. Oh, okay. It just wasn't funny. I didn't hear what you said. I was confused. I thought it froze for a while. It, he looked like he froze. <laughs> His lab was right above Takey Dump. Takey Dump? Takey Dump. <laughs> where they were secretly building a machine called the Zappomatic, which supposedly would save the world from pollution by transporting the pollution to a place he called Dimension Excrement. This is great writing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hope this guy still has a job. Fun fact, on the same day, an eccentric millionaire named Snotty Ragsdale (laughs) (laughs) paid a visit to the lab. Uh, He wanted to see what was going on with this project and find out how this was even possible. And he he wasn't really super sure about the whole thing. But uh, (laughs) Ragsdale accidentally... Inhales a bunch of pepper and sneezes everywhere. <laughs> of course he does. This crazy sneeze broke the machine and opened up a portal. They're trying to get 
pollution to dimension excrement. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that it's a portal involved. A giant arm reaches out of the portal, steals the machine's power source, which is called Snortium 357. <laughs> <laughs> So in response to this crazy nonsense that Mr. Snotty Ragsdale just saw, he runs into the bathroom and then changes into his alter ego Superman style into the titular character, Boogerman. Wait, Snotty Ragsdale is Boogerman? Yes. You know, eccentric millionaire, Batman style situation. Blew my mind. Yeah. So then you, uh, (laughs) he jumps into the portal and then that's where the game actually starts. Uh, we have. I'm not gonna go over specifically what happens and everything, so I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. <laughs> so it takes place in dimension, dimension excrement. excrement. Sure. We okay. have we have such levels as the flatulent swamps. <laughs> nice. The bog of eternal stench. Yeah. How you talking? We've, we've got. Then you head on to the pits, which is pretty gnarly. Then mucus mountain, which is just covered by boogies. Is the pits like armpits? Is the pits like armpits? Well, that's a really great question, and I'm not stalling <laughs> for time. That'd I mean, I ridiculous. assume it is. I just assumed it was. Yeah. I probably just stank like B.O. Yeah, just hair You're mostly, like, it looks a lot like it's in the same family as, like, uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Not Toe Jam and Earl. It's in the same family as, like, Earthworm Jim. Mm, okay. okay. All right. Yeah, I gotcha. And... As you're running through the pits, I mean, it's just, they look like a bunch of bonus stages. They're, they're just like a green walkway that you run across. Uh, cool. Uh, fun fact is you have a certain amount of snot. You have a snot meter mm-hmm. because you Makes flick sense. boogers as one of your main weapons. And your snot meter is actually one end is the nose. And then you've got a finger on the other end. And then the amount of snot determines what that. your snot meter is. <laughs> I do remember that. Uh, it's pretty great. It, I mean, this is a classic. All the kids love it. And then eventually you get to the final boss, which I believe is the Professor Stinkbomb. But he's he's in – I could be wrong about that. I didn't memorize the game. It's been a while. <laughs> but I would imagine it is. You, you fight the guy. He gets flushed down a toilet, mm-hmm. obviously, as, as evil bosses are going to be. And then that's the end of the game. Like You just go back to the regular world, credits roll, and you are now Boogerman in – Takey dump. <laughs> nice. Uh, there's also a really fun mechanic where you can fart, and basically you have fire coming out of your asshole, and that makes you fly. It's like a double jump. Wow, this is bringing back some nostalgia. I don't think I ever beat that game either. No, definitely not. I don't think I beat many Genesis games. Uh, probably not. I guarantee I beat fewer than I played for yeah, sure obviously that well, beat fewer that is I the didn't. dumbest thing you've ever said <laughs> yeah I, I corrected myself <laughs> i beat fewer than i did not beat hmm. yeah i'm not sure i beat any of them that we're going to talk about today no definitely not not without game genie yeah Psh. man sega's fucking hard it was. <laughs> it was just, he just kept playing it but uh all right so that's our second game that's booger man mm. good one that so was a I, great story though i don't know if i could top that one yeah, right. I told you it's gonna be one of the better ones, but you're gonna try with one of a, the most classic, iconic, and dare we say, visually beautiful games. Oh that's yeah, ever come out for Sega Genesis. What is that game, Doctor Scientist? It is Comic Zone, with an X. Mm. Yes, for the comics, not the zone. Yeah, <laughs> and of course it was visually beautiful because it came out in August second, nineteen ninety five. So it was pretty late in the Sega Genesis. Uh, Damn, that's like Pulp Fiction time. Yeah. On that day, you may remember that Christoph Porzingis was born. Of course I knew that. Yeah. It made news. Yeah. <laughs> Former center for the New York Knicks. Future center at the time. Oh, <laughs> yeah, at the time, it was the future center. And the number one movie in the United States was the absolutely terrible Waterworld. Ooh, Ooh, that was a very good time in America. No, no, it wasn't. Because <laughs> Porzingis was born in Latvia, so... <laughs> Oh. Damn. 95, huh? Yeah. But uh, the game starts with you playing as Sketch Turner. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't remember that, but that's He's great. a comic book artist. Yes. And he's making a comic book about the New World Empire fighting off aliens invading the, the world, I guess. But I guess he's classified as a starving artist. Like, he's just a... But he's making a fucking comic. Well, 
Not said starving artists were rich. Yeah. I mean, that was a different time, though. Like, if you were making a... Was he selling it or just, like, kind of working on it? He was working on it. It was, like, his pet project. Because as he's working on it, it gets struck by lightning, and the main bad guy, Mortis, (laughs) Mortis comes to life. Of course. How else would he be coming to life? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, then, because he's kind of trying to build his power in the real world, he pushes Sketch Turner into the comic and trying tries to kill Sketch in his in his own comic. Oh shit. Your weapon was a pencil, wasn't it? You had one at a point, yes. Yeah. Dude, I don't remember. I don't that. I don't know if I remember that, but I definitely remember like as you're going through the level, you're going through the panels and you like swing around the panels and go down to like yeah. the next part. Yeah. And Mortis so would draw fun. in enemies to face you and yeah. stuff. And... It would like pause when you got to the second next zone and then oh, Yeah, that was so cool. And he would like set pages on fire and you could rip a piece out of the background and turn into a paper airplane. Fuck, man. They should remake this. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, I don't remember getting past the first or second level. Oh, no. This was hard as fuck. No. I remember <laughs> playing it a lot, though. But uh, you have to find your way out and stop Mortis from destroying the real world. And you do this with the help of Roadkill, which is your little rat friend, if you oh, remember yeah. that. Holy awesome. shit. Like, you can send him the fucking like open Yeah, he would shit. go through like little holes in the thing. Yeah. And, wow. And the help of General General Alyssa Cyan. Mm-hmm. I remember her. Who too. you have a romance, you kind of like fall in love with each other throughout the Tell adventure through it. the comic. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm just I'm just watching this like walkthrough as you're talking about it, and I'm seeing it's kind of like set up like a fighting game almost. Oh yeah, it's like a beat 'em up. Yeah, it's like a side scroller. Like a rage. side. Yeah, yeah, but you. Like, it's a comic. It's two-dimensional, kick- man. Mm-hmm. But he's just kicking people through panels. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. I remember if you like, kicked them through the panel like little pieces of paper. Yeah. Like yeah, poof out. exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. So you fight through a couple of different pages, a.k.a. levels of this comic. There's like a street level, and then a mutant base is one of them. Yeah. Then a mountain path, and a temple. Oh, probably never got to that temple. No. <laughs> I, I think I got to like the third or fourth level, and that was about it. I mean, it's great storytelling, though, because you can go, like, wherever the fuck you want. Yeah. It's a comic. Because yeah. it goes through caves and then a, a ship graveyard and stuff. It's all kind of things. And there's also, like, you can go down or to, like, the right to different panels. Yeah, yeah. choose different panels. There, there were some secret ways to get into some panels because you couldn't. They yeah, all you could, like, beat levels. the wall up and then it yeah. broke. Yeah. Oh, my God. Some kind of secrets in it. I'm downloading this fucking. Hashtag wrong. comic zone new game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this game's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, you fight through all these levels, fighting off the drawings of Mortis and stuff, and you eventually get to the end where it's Mortis, and he's going to set off an, a nuclear weapon to destroy... In the real world? The comic. Oh. Uh, because if he destroys you, he becomes powerful in the real world. He like, I, takes that's over the logic. life or yeah, something. Yeah, that's the logic of... I don't know exactly where that came from, yeah. but... Well, that's... It, sure. it's, it's comic book, a.k.a. video game logic. Yeah. Mixed into one. It's good enough. But, uh, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. It's insane. Yeah. It's, it's fun. And uh, while you're while he sets off the thing, there's like Alyssa gets caught in this tank that's filling with water. So it has two endings. You can either like beat him fast enough and save Alyssa, and then you both, you and Alyssa and Rogue, well, three of you and Rogue Kill return to the real world, and uh, your comic book Alyssa because like falls in love with you and becomes like super secret U.S. security personnel. But she's just from yeah. the comic. Yeah, she won't have a social security number or anything, but. This sounds... Uh, maybe I did beat it. There's probably a movie you watch like the same. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, probably. And, well, Alyssa gets that good ending, and the rat gets a whole bunch of cheese, so it's a good ending for the rat. And Comic Zone becomes the best-selling comic book ever. I think I might have Game genie did. Well, maybe. Or got to like just the last part. Yeah. Or maybe there was a release where it had a save states or something. Maybe. I could have played it on a fucking ROM already yeah. and beat it. I don't know. Or the second ending, where you don't beat him fast enough and Alyssa dies. The nuke goes off anyway and destroys the world in the comic. And Sketch and Roadkill go back to real life, but the comic's all burnt up and nothing happens and he lives So he can't sell it. Yeah. And Alyssa's not there to live his life with him happy. That's a great ending. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure which one's the good ending, but I think it's the one where the Met Rat gets cheese, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, dude, and there's some panels that are like halfway done. Yeah. Yeah. This game fucking rules. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you never played it. I I know I play. I actually own it, like in the box. And it was. It, remember, it came in like one of the cardboard boxes. Yeah. It didn't come in the hard plastic uh-huh. case. Yep. So I do own it. I just haven't. I, it's it's been 
God knows. I I remember obviously renting it, and I remember being very bad at it. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't this come out later in the Sega Life? Like ninety five. Yeah, ninety five, dude. That was pretty fucking late. And PS one came out what ninety six. When did Goldeneye come out? Before that. Oh, maybe right so. around there. Wow, the PlayStation came out in 2000. Okay. No. Uh, maybe. No, PlayStation 2. PlayStation 1 came out before that. Oh, you're right. I was like, I went to college with a PlayStation 2. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> I remember playing PlayStation in high school, so I'm Oh, yeah. Sure. Tony Hawk. Yeah. Oh, that. yeah, yeah. PlayStation 1 came out December 3rd, 1994. So before the Comic Zone came out. Damn. Yeah, PlayStation couldn't handle Comic Zone. <laughs> I'm telling you. No. Hell no. Not in release day. That's for damn sure. Did you ever go back and see like... Uh, the release games from PlayStation 1, like uh, I remember NFL Game Day being one. I don't, I'm not going on uh, too far a tangent, but that looked blocky as fuck. This game was way better looking than yeah. that. Yeah, Comic Zone this was This game amazing. was really good looking for a 16-bit game. And fun, except it was fucking hard as hell. Yeah. Well, that's what made it fun, too. Yeah. If you're one of them, I guess. Well, do you want to just play it and beat it instantly and be like, oh, I'll never play it again? I guess if I'm paying 50 fucking bucks at the time. Yeah. Exactly. No, I don't, I don't want to beat probably it probably wasn't 50 hour. bucks, but... Dude, they were. Oh, maybe. Games back in the day. I think, like, I vaguely remember Nintendo, because, you know, I didn't have the money to buy it myself. I was, like, 10. Yeah. But, like, I remember that when Sega and Nintendo games were, like, brand new, they were 50 bucks. Yep. And I think Turok for N64 was the first one to be, like, 60. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. People bitch about prices going up, but they've been the same for 30 fucking years. Yeah, all that tells you is that they're ripping you off even more then. <laughs> yeah. yeah that is exactly what it tells them. And then they're like, "Well, we're not going to get rid of microtransactions because we're making so much money." Like, "Well, if you're making like an extra 1 and a half billion dollars a year, yeah. Maybe you know, maybe make it 60 bucks." They're like, "Nah." <laughs> yeah. yeah no. We're not doing that. Once you get that once you get the money. Yeah. Then you get the khakis. Ah, <laughs> uh, they always pull that shit. They're like, "Dude, it's only going to be this price for like a little bit." And then when we get our when we get our you know our money back, then we'll drop it. They never do. They never do. That's fucking Comic Zone. A game that <laughs> I think we blew awesome. Papa Scotch's mind, dude. It's so good. It I, I want to play it again. Do I want to play it? Yes. I think Did they the story re- work for they, me. Fuck it. They may have released it for the PlayStation like three I, or four. Oh, like a remake of it. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah. You look that up All while right. I talk about the next game. Okay. Oh my gosh! Well, what what is this next game even gonna be? How can we talk? Oh, <laughs> uh, you, you thought Comic Zone was balling? Sure, sure. Yeah, it's probably a little better than this one, but this <laughs> one's fucking nuts, dude. This game is yeah, it's fucking impossible. Yeah, I don't even remember getting past the first level of this game. <laughs> Echo the Dolphin. Ooh. Oh, this fucking game, man! Released late December '92 when. If you'll remember, oh, we had the L.A. riots that year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was in like April, wasn't it? Yeah, or I mean, no, it was that, that was year. I'm saying this is the end of the year. Mm, the that... nation was still healing Yeah, yeah. when so, this game came out. Disney dropped the number one movie. Anyone want to take a guess? 92? No, 92. Uh uh, Forget it, it's Aladdin Wally, oh Fuck, I was going to say Fantasia Oh, number two was Home Alone 2 God Fuck you, it. Trump and Aladdin had a game too <laughs> Yeah, the Aladdin game was a pain in the ass Number one that song was... of the fucking December 92 We are the world I will always love you Oh, nice oh, <laughs> Damn it <laughs> Alright Cut that <laughs> <laughs> It's a banger. It's a uh, yeah, man. Banger. You can't not know that song. Echo the Dolphin. You're just swimming around playing with your dolphin buddies in your pod. <laughs> and, you know, there's no there's no dialogue or anything in this movie. It's just... No, you're a dolphin. Echo location. Like, you're talking like with squeaks <gasps> and shit. Like, Is that how he got his name? No, it's <gasps> E-C-C-O. Hmm. So you're just squeaking with your bud. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I bet you I could jump out of the water higher than you. And you're like, fucking bring it. So he jumps out of the water, comes down. And you're like, dude, that was pretty good. But watch this. You jump out, do a fucking backflip. And while you're in the air, there's this weird purple vortex, like cyclone that just comes out of the sky, 
right into the water, sucks all living beings out of the water. And you land back and you're like, did you see the... Shit, where is everybody? All your friends are gone. So you're just a fucking lonely dolphin wandering around. You battle some sharks. You got into a cave and there's this orca. And this orca's like, dude, I know this big-ass whale up in the fucking Arctic. You should check him out. He knows all about this shit. He's heard about this stuff. So it didn't kill everybody. It just took In most that of general stuff. area, oh, okay. it took everybody. And then he's just going somewhere else. So you and New Yorker go for a travel. You go to the Arctic. You check it out. There's a giant blue whale. And he's like, dude, you got to find this thing. It's called an asterite. It looks like a floating DNA sequence. You'll find it under the ocean in the deepest trenches. So you're like, okay, cool. Thanks. I'm freezing my ass off. I'm going back. (laughs) You go to the deep trenches, find this machine. You find it's missing a part. And you're like, oh, fuck. What do I do now? I don't even have thumbs. How am I supposed to use this? You. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you do like, I don't. It's like a sonic boom, I guess. Yeah, you're just using your sonar because yeah. you're a dolphin. Like, but you also use that to like punch things and yeah. hit enemies and yeah. move stuff around. That's how you talk to people, too. And you can talk to other dolphins. It's yeah. pretty dope. And you can talk to this whale, and he tells you all this shit. So you find – because you, you ping the fucking DNA sequence, and it's like, dude, I'm missing a piece. Here it is. It's in the past. <laughs> In Atlantis. You have to go to Atlantis, and there's a time machine there. Trust me, dude. So you're like, okay, fine. I'll go find Atlantis. You find Atlantis. You find all this weird shit in Atlantis. It's telling you about history and blah, blah, blah. You find a ring. Go through that. Giant crystals and shit. And then you find a time machine that is dolphin-oriented. Fuck, mm. I don't remember that part. Like my sister I've never got played that the far. shit out of this game. But there's like a these two like mirrors and you echo at it and it just goes blah, 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 and fucking mm. flings you back in time. Dope. So you're floating around in eight, I think it said 55 million years in the wiki. So you're just floating around in crazy oceans with giant squids and you learn a pterodactyl couldn't help you. He picks you up out of the fucking water. Pterodactyls were gone by then. Not in this game. Don't, don't ruin the magic. <laughs> yeah, because this game, it shows Earth as covered in water. Like, it's all water. Mm. So this could be in the future. Mm. Oh. So. Climate change, everyone? <laughs> you find the asteroid back 55 million years ago, and you find that it's fully formed. And you're like, okay, that's the fucking orb I need. So you headbutt it a couple times. Orb falls out. You pick it up. Another fucking time warp just shows up because the orb's out of place. And you go, bring it back, put it in the fucking asteroid. And now it's like, thank you for helping me. I'm going to shoot this beam into your face because your face has a weird fucking constellation on it. I don't know if I said that. I don't think it did. Mm, no. It's on the it's on the box art, right? Like yeah. The- which the box art, that's another cool thing. The guy who did that does like all like these weird fantasy, like National Lampoons. You remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the, the poster for National Lampoon. Is it, it's not Drew Strauss. I don't remember his it? name, but he did that. He did like, he's just good for fantasy art. So it shoots this beam in your head, and it's like, now your sonar is a weapon. You can kill sharks and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you go. Uh, you get this blah, blah, blah. Go back to the time machine. Oh, because I guess the thing tells you, here's an idea. Take this weapon. Go back to the time when your pod was taken and get taken with them. And then beat the aliens that take you. So that's what you do. You go back in time to when your pod was taken by the vortex in the sky. You get sucked up with them. You get sucked through space in like some... I don't know, just tube of water that's going from the earth to fucking wherever. 
you're on another planet, you find all these aliens in the water that look like, I don't know, some type of weird insect water thing. Mm-hmm. But right. since you have the weapon, you can shoot them with your sonar, kill a bunch of them. And you get eventually get trapped in the room of the giant queen alien. And you find out that she's sucking life from oceans all around the universe, I guess, to sustain themselves because they can't produce their own food. It's like she's just a big head and it's just sucking ocean life into her mouth. And she's just chewing it up and functioning this whole world. So you're like, fuck you. My friends are behind a cage over there. You kick her ass. Release your friends. Fly through space. Back to Earth. Where you get to hang out with your buddies again. Mm -hmm. So all you had to do was go back in time and go to an alien world. Yeah. I'm you had to go back in time twice. Uh, sorry, guys. I ain't doing that for you. <laughs> that's fair. I yeah, but if you were a dolphin, you'd have a heart, you know? Mm, that's true. <laughs> so the post, the poster artist was Boris Vallejo. It wasn't Drew Struzan, but he did do National Lampoon's Vacation, European Vacation, Nothing But Trouble, and... Nothing But Trouble. Nice. Do you guys remember the, the poster for Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Yes. Stolen movie film for theaters? That was him, too. Yeah. They, they all look like... Uh, that Star Wars movie poster, like like fantasy epic yeah. style, like you're holding a sword up in the sky and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, like Conan. Yeah, there you go. So, so there it is. That's Echo the Dolphin. Nice. I I never played that one. I don't really know that. One I remember much. playing the beginning of it. I don't remember. Maybe the Orca. <laughs> as far as I got, and that was it. My uh, my sister got that game because I was playing all the Sega and she wanted to try something out, so she bought Echo the Dolphin. And I I don't know if she beat it, but she got pretty goddamn far in that impossible game. <laughs> yeah, it's just and I to think spite most you. of that. Yeah, I think most of that was to spite me. So I couldn't <laughs> play. I'm pretty sure. So, uh, but I, go ahead. I remember it pretty vividly. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Came oh. out the time of those like fucking trapper keepers and shit that all had dolphins and they like, yeah stars and shit on them. Dolphins were popping. Yeah. At that point in history. Exactly. Nineties were weird. I'd play it again. I think they. Redid it for PS4. Speaking so. of which, I just looked it up. Comic Zone was released free on PS Plus on August 9th, 2011. Shit. So I definitely had it. Gotta look into that. But apparently there's like six Echo games. Yeah, there's quite a bit. Six? I remember one and two for Genesis. I don't remember. Yeah, there's like Baby that. Echo. <laughs> Echo, <laughs> the God of Time. Echo the Fourth. Echo beats Kratos. It was crazy. Like the crate, like yeah, no, that would be awesome. Oh, Echo of war, <laughs> <laughs> but awesome. That's all it. right. Well, we got another game on the list here. We got two more come. Well, technically, three. Yeah, right. yeah, that's three, I guess. So, uh, this one I get to take center stage again. And you know what? Honestly, it's not as good as Boogerman, but. I think it might be more iconic. More people are going to recognize this one. That's for damn Oh, that's sure. for sure. We are talking about two games because the first one has very little story. We're talking about Streets of Rage 1 Ooh. and 2, buddy. It was released September 18th, 1991 in North America with the number one song in the nation being I Adore Me Amor by Color Me Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Also, as we all know from that time, Yugoslavia began a naval blockade of seven Adriatic port cities. Mm, I do yeah. remember that. Nope, yep. You Yugoslavs. It was released for Sega <laughs> Genesis slavs, and developed and published by Sega. And Streets of Rage can't be anything else but a side scroll and beat em up. No. Yeah, that's of course what it was. Uh, there's really not too terribly much to the game, unfortunately. It's basically you get to choose one of three characters. You're either going to be Axel. You're going to be Adam, or you're going to be Blaze. <laughs> great names. <laughs> well, two of Axel, them are great. Adam, Blaze. Axel, I forget what his story was. His name's Axel Stone. Oh, he was a skilled martial artist. Of course he was. Yeah, yeah, dude. Martial artists were the shit in the early 90s. Still are. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Adam Hunter was an accomplished boxer. And Blaze Fielding is a judo expert and the only female character playable in the game. So 
basically, it starts in this peaceful city that I don't even think was named in the first one. But essentially, it has been taken over by a criminal syndicate. And it includes faction. The syndicate includes factions of the police. So it's basically all against you, right? Yeah. The the mass violence is now common in the street. It's everywhere. You can't. It, it's just. It looks like an apocalypse scenario, like the Double Dragon film. We've all seen that, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. Same concept. D- Double <coughs> Dragon did it too, where it's just like any mildly impoverished area was just lousy with gang violence. Mm-hmm. Just like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Exactly. Yeah. Like any any urban area that was low income was where the bad people live. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they didn't mean anything else by it except for that. No, man. no, you that's know? it. You Adam, Axel, and Blaze are all vice are, are all ex police officers and they basically quit the force to go back and fight the syndicate. Because you know, all the other cops are on the take. Yeah, fuck that. So uh basically the, the story it it's it kind of has a different alternate ending depending on who you play as oh, or if you're playing okay. one player or two player co-op. Yeah. Cause this is, this is one of those games. If you guys remember two player co-op, two people on the same screen, same time. Yeah. Just like altered beast. Is that is what altered beast, beast was? was? I thought it, it was, it could turns. be Oh, like Contra. All right. How about that? There you go. Perfect. And, uh, there, there's, there's eight stages starting with just the city, the city street, each of these stages you fight through and then you fight a boss at the end. Uh, the city street level, you fight the boss Antonio. Oh, of course. What a and then inner city, the second level, you fight a boss named Souther. Souther. I thought it was supposed to be Southern, and I checked several spots, and they're like, nope, it's Souther. Yeah, he's the guy from the South. Souther, yeah, makes sense. And then next, you go to the beachfront where you shite. You shite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. You shite all over and fight Abadede. Okay. And then the bridge, you fight Bongo. The ship, you fight Yasha and Onahime. Factory, ooh, repeat boss fight, you fight Souther again. Nice. And then we've got a classic beat em up trope, the elevator. You're basically locked in a small space. They throw a lot of enemies at you. There's no boss there. But then you get to the syndicate headquarters and you fight the head bad guy, Mr. X. Good name. So basically, the only difference really, you fight through all these, you get to Mixed X, you fight them, right? And when you get to the end, depending on if you were one player or two player co op, you can either reject Mr. X offer to join his henchmen, or there's actually a secret alternate ending where you can become the new head of the crime syndicate. Nice. Mm. And judging by the fact that there's fucking five more of these games, four more of these games, four more of these. Yeah. Three more of these games. There's three. What Sorry. Who cares? Street- I was the only one, if you guys remember back from like a year ago, who was playing Streets of Rage. <laughs> I remember. You wouldn't shut up about it. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. That's why yeah, I, I didn't yeah. shut up about it. But uh, yeah, so that's really, that's it. That's really all it is for Streets of Rage. It was a 91 game. It was an early one. It was a beat-em-up. Yeah. It was a beat-em-up. The, they're not usually story-heavy. No. No, usually it's we throw people at you, now punch them. It's a crime boss. You got to fight them. Either you're good or you're bad. Absolutely. So, obviously, the ending where you become the head of the crime syndicate isn't canon, because then that wouldn't mean that would mean that Streets of Rage 2 makes no fucking sense. Does it? Well, a little bit more. There's a little <laughs> bit more story to Streets of Rage 2. Oh, man, they made two of those? Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> it was released December 20th, 1992, which you'll remember is a late December 92 game, which... Chump Slap already told us the number one hit on the radio was I Will Always Love You. <laughs> yeah. And as with everything with the great Whitney, that bears repeating. So what was the number two song, you ask? That's a good question. Rump Shaker by Rex. Oh, my oh, God. How was that wow. not number one? Because I, Whitney Houston. Oh, you're right. Whitney, what, yeah, it is what Whitney. If that, that, if that never happened, imagine the future. Like, yeah. We'd all be living in a Rex and Effect world. <laughs> Man, shit would be cool. <laughs> also, we'll remember on this day, a Dutch DC-10 landed on fire in Faro, Portugal, and 56 died, unfortunately. <laughs> That's funny. That's less fun. But <laughs> those DC-10s, lo- we lost a lot of DC-10s. They're the ones that kept dropping out of the sky. Yeah, like a DC-10 guaranteed to go down. Exactly. What I heard. Thank you. Hashtag Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> so... It was released for Sega Genesis, developed and published by Sega. It is a side-scroller beating them up. 
Not a lot changed from the original <laughs> formula. Uh, except we've added and replaced some characters in this one. Oh, oh, nice. Who do we got now? We got Axel Stone. The original guy. Okay. The original Axel Stone. He wasn't a boxer. He was the uh, skilled martial artist. Of course. <laughs> and then Blaze Fielding makes her return. And then we have two new characters. We've got Max Thunder Hatchet. Great name. Yeah, really. And Eddie Skate Hunter. Oh. You want to hear more about these guys? I got a little bit of a I don't know. Here. Does Eddie know uh, that dance karate? No, he's the dude. You dude, you've seen this guy. He like has rollerblades, and he skates around. He's a little dude, but he's super fast. Okay. Yeah. All right. I do remember that. But uh, this game takes place one year after the events of Streets of Rage 1, and Blaze, Axel, and Adam are three OG characters. They're celebrating the defeat of Mr. X and the Syndicate. It's a good place to start. <laughs> so since then, Axel and Blaze have moved out of the city. Axel is a part-time bodyguard. Blaze is out there teaching a dancing class. And Adam actually went back to the force and became a cop. Adam lives with his younger brother, who is one of the characters I just mentioned, Eddie Skate Hunter. Wait, his middle name was Skate and he wore skates? Yeah, it was his nickname, I guess. Oh, quote Skate. An AKA, an alias. All right, fine. And then, I know, he he was just born with Skate as his middle name. He's like, well, got to wear these. Yeah, exactly. uh, Sega or anything could have happened. Who the fuck knows? So, the... Next afternoon, Blaze gets an emergency telephone call. Remember phones? Mm-hmm. From Skate. A landline? Yeah, a landline. <laughs> Skate's at a phone booth. <laughs> fucking Bell Atlantic phone booth. And, uh, you know, like they had in Bill and Ted's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Skate tells Blaze that Adam is missing and the house is trashed. So they're like, well, what happened? Where'd it go? Uh, and then Skate's like, oh, it's actually it's great you asked me that. They left a picture of Adam chained to the wall at the feet of Mr. X. Wait. Yeah. So they kidnapped him from the house, <laughs> took him to a place, took the picture, and then brought the picture back to the fucking destroyed house? <laughs> I don't know how else to explain <laughs> that picture. Because if you lo- if you Google it, it's clearly not in whatever the approximation of their house was. So, yeah, so they took him, enslaved him, stood there for a photo op. <laughs> That's amazing. Developed the picture. They didn't print it out. They oh, yeah, this is 92. <laughs> you had to take it to Walmart and drop yeah. it off. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the one-hour photo place. <laughs> Fucking bring it back. Oh, Christ. And then I, atta- I assume they attach it to the door with a knife because that's how you do that. Yeah, obviously. Christ. And then, so basically, they don't explain what happens next or how this happens, but the criminals retake the streets again. So we're back to shitty town. Of course. Streets of rage. Mm-hmm. Crime ridden nonsense. Rage streets. <laughs> rage streets. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, oh, God, what was that movie with? Uh, streets of Fire. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you guys ever seen this one? No. No. <laughs> Chop slap. Do yourself a fucking favor. There's some bangers in that. Yeah, isn't that like a musical? It's like a musical where I I think like a 17 year old Diane Lane is the star. She plays like this. <laughs> she plays like this singer who's like about to be the next big fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. Didn't we do the Quiet Man already? <laughs> oh, I, I'm sure I talked about this, but the uh, her scumbag manager is Rick Moranis. No, that is shit. hard to believe. That is awesome. He hasn't He's done great. many things. Yeah, I I can't see him outside of I can't see him being a scumbag. I guy. can't see him outside of getting punched randomly on the streets in New York or getting oh, eaten by a plant. Isn't that what happened to him recently? That is yeah. exactly what happened. Yes, <laughs> that's what he gets for shrinking his kids. <laughs> that's everybody's homework to go watch Streets of Fire. Oh, right on it. All right, I'll write it down. And then. The uh, the criminals retook the streets. Uh, they beat up people. They loot in broad fucking daylight. That's the best time to loot. It's even worse than it was before, guys. It's like Christmas. So the streets <laughs> fucking, of Rager. All the cops are up in something. You can steal City Hall. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta throw away your future for a Snickers bar? <laughs> I think that's what he says. Good. Oh, 
great movie. <laughs> anyway, so Blaze warns Axel that the syndicate's back. And Axel is all about saving Adam and helping out Skate. So I, I guess those three are in, Axel, Blaze, and Skate, because they, they all have, you know, skin in this game. And then this is what I don't understand. They're like, let's throw a fourth character in this game. Okay, great. How are we going to tie this to the story? Let's just make Max Thunder a professional wrestler, Axel's friend. Makes sense. I'm sold. <laughs> so he comes on board to beat the shit out of people and help out. So then we go through the stages, and this is very much exactly like every other fucking Streets of Rage game, where you fight through the level, kill the boss at the end. First, you start with downtown with Barbon. Mm-hmm. Then you go to the bridge construction level, and you fight Jet, capitals, Jet. J-E-T. Jet, Jet, Jet. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> then you head to the amusement park where you fight Zamza. Then you hit the stadium where you fight Abadayday, who is a repeat. That's the name I want. Abba you my only friend. Abadayday. A B A D E D E. I don't know how. Mm, I make that. a D E Y. Abadayday. Abadayday. I don't know. It's a good name though. Yeah. Abadayday. Abadayday. I like Abadayday. Abadayday. And then you fight in the ship. You fight Rocky Bear. <laughs> is it a bear? I don't It's like Huggy Bear. He's like a pimp. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's like Huggy Bear. (laughs) Mix up Huggy Bear and Rocky. I am going to fucking Google image search that right now. You bet your ass. Huggy Bear? I know what Huggy Bear looks like. Yeah, he's a pillow person. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so if I could explain Rocky Bear. I can't remember any other names of them. I'm going to say Rocky Bear looks a lot like Bald Bull, but way fatter. Fatter. Big so dude. like King Big. Hippo? King Hippo without a crown. <laughs> yeah. Mar- King Hippo with bald bull's head. So if bald bull and King Hippo had a child. And he's wearing a onesie, in case you're wondering. Of course he is. Yeah. He's a wrestler. <laughs> then Jungle Wave 131, you fight Souther again and Stealth. Oh, oh they're really running out of fucking bosses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then the Munitions Plant, level seven, where you fight Particle and Molecule. There's always like Makes team up boss yeah. fights that always happen. And then you get to the Syndicate Stronghold where you fight Mr. X himself again. Uh, this Syndicate Stronghold, it's like a, a desolate, deserted island where you fight Mr. X and then you have like a pre-boss, which is his bodyguard, Shiva. And nice. uh, this one, there's only there's only one ending. And guess what happens? You re- you save and rescue Adam get and the, the heroes leave on a helicopter. Wow. Yeah. Would have never guessed that. Good game, good game. I mean, that's pretty much it. Beat em ups, you know? Yep. There it is. That's Streets of Rage 1 and 2. Run down for you in less than 10 minutes. Shouldn't have been that long. <laughs> might have been a little. I don't know. I, I honestly think the new one, Streets of Rage 4, might be another 5, 10 minutes of explanation if we're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. So, <laughs> we've got our final game on the slate we're going to talk mm. about today. Oh, and if you talked about... Sega Genesis, you didn't bring this one up? Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about this one. Earthworm Jim. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're skipping Earthworm Jim today. Don't worry, we'll have more Sega Oh yeah, for you guys. And this one is an absolute classic, Dr. Scientist. Oh. We have. Well, this was, we'll start on, it was released October 15th, 1991, which is a sad, sad day for America because Clarence Thomas was confirmed as Supreme Court Justice on that day. Ooh. Yeah, it was terrible. We bring politics terrible. into this? <laughs> I do. Amen. But it also was the day that the episode Guess Who's Coming to Marry of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air aired for the first time. <laughs> Damn, it's you do gr- have good facts. <laughs> I don't even... Which one was that? It's the great... It's the heartwarming tale when Will's Anne is going to get married. Mm-hmm. But she's marrying a white guy, so Will's mom is upset and then like boycotts the wedding. And Will like, well, screw you, mom. I'm going anyway because everybody's all good. Oh, it's all about racial equality. Yeah, and, yeah acceptance. Oh, wow. That happened on the day of this release. This random roguelike three quarter perspective story of alien rappers from Funkatron who crash on Earth. Toe Jam and Earl. I just told you the whole game. Yeah. How do they <laughs> crash though? Because I believe. Earl was messing with the radio. Oh, that's right. And then they crashed into Earth and 
destroy their ship and you spend the entire game just walking around random procedurally generated levels trying to find the 10 pieces of your spaceship. Is, is this the first roguelike? No. Rogue would be the first roguelike. I don't fucking know what Rogue is. But it was influenced by Rogue. It's, a, rogue, it's an early roguelike. Yes. Right. It's roguelike-esque. Uh, no, it exists. No, it's exactly definitely roguelike. roguelike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's different every time you play it. Yeah, and when you die, you die, and you start all over from the beginning. Yeah. But aren't you just, you're trying to find the pieces of your ship, right? Yeah, there's 10 pieces scattered yeah, along as random. many levels as it takes to find all Only 10. one on the level. Wait, no, the levels, if I remember correctly, the levels aren't random, but where the ship part is, is random. I'm pretty sure the lo- random levels are random, too. Yeah, I don't think there's the same lakes. I think the first level shit. is the fa- same, but then it goes mm-hmm. differently from there. I don't know. That's also possible. It could be that they're all just the same. I mean, there's not much difference dirt, between all of but them. Just like presents and shit are in different places. And I think you have to get to certain levels for certain enemies to show up. But yeah. that sounds about right. I remember the. I remember how many times did you guys accidentally roll out with the rocket skates? Oh, that was awesome. Oh, when he take the question fucking present. And <laughs> yeah. Boom! Shoot right off the fucking yeah. Was there a real reason you should have been using the rocket skates? Like, did they have a function, or were they just they got you through you the levels quicker? Yeah, on early levels before you could fall, you could just yeah. shoot around. And if you were walking around and you knew where the elevator was and you found the part like so far away. Yeah. It's not something you'd want to use. It helps you get away from some of the annoying enemies too. Like the boogeyman or the stupid Cupid. Yeah. Oh, the Cupid, yeah. I don't know if I'm mixing this up with the original game or the, the newish one that came out like last year. But didn't you get hit with arrow like the cupid arrows, and then your directional pads just got like mixed up? Uh, I believe in the original one, you just followed the cupid around because he could keep hitting you with it, and you were like locked if you hit it a certain way. Oh, oh, that's right. You just you just followed him, and you kept going, and then yeah. whoever hit you hit you. And those annoying hula dancer girls enemies. Oh, they'd like make oh. you hula dance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are genius enemies at this point. But this game was fucking weird. <laughs> Yeah, it slaps hard. <laughs> Man, that's a weird game. It's so good, though. Oh, it's great. I fucking love this game. I own it. It's Yeah, he tried fantastic. to talk us at both into buying it yeah. for the PS4. Didn't didn't scientists, didn't you buy it? Oh, yeah, I bought it. Oh, I bought it. Why are we doing some co-op? <laughs> I don't oh. know. Well, whenever you want, buddy, you let me know. Can you do three-person? It's person? my birthday. I'll do what I want. There you go. <laughs> fucking co-op. I don't know. You that's probably awesome. could pay three-person. I think there's four people, actually. Yeah, because you could be the girlfriends. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but if you made it through all these random levels and annoying enemies, oh, I remember the stupid mailbox too. Because you could get a mailbox to get a, tr- a present, but there was also an enemy that was a mailbox. Was there a mimic mailbox? Yes. Yeah. And you go yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. And, oh. You could couldn't you get like I don't know if it was a balloon or a hot air balloon or something that would help like make you fly. Yeah, you could float above like things. Yeah. yeah, you could like float over like empty spaces. <laughs> but the only thing I remember is fucking. Rocket skates. <laughs> oh, I remember the spring boots too. Oh yeah, yeah. And there, oh, there's so many good presents. The one that let you throw tomatoes. Tomato rain was one of them. Oh, tomato. Damn, yeah. Couldn't you do like a rose bush or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That like Stop enemies. stopped enemies from tracing. Man, what you. a fucking game. No comic zone, but yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, what is? But it, but know? if but if you did find all ten pieces, which I don't think I ever did on the original game. No, definitely not. Not you, on uh, Sega. You eventually rebuild your ship and go back to Funkatron and hang out with your friends and family and that's the ending. That's it? Yeah. I just, I don't remember if I ever beat this game. I know I got close. I, that's what the wiki tells me is the ending because I've never seen the I ending. I swear myself. when you got like higher up in levels, they'd always just fucking throw you off the level. Like no matter what you picked up, it'd be fucking rocket skates and you'd yeah. <laughs> flying off the edge every time. Yeah, I remember it being, yeah, like it, it, it got progressively harder, and then you got to a point where it's just like, this is fucking impossible. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think the yeah. most I ever found was like five shit pieces, too. Yeah. They're all, one, of the, one of the presents was also Icarus wings. You could fly. Yeah. There were level skips and shit. Well, at least, in, yeah. I'm sure they were in the old one. I don't remember if the old one told you if there was a... I think it, when you got to a new level, it told you if there was a piece on that level. Yeah. Every time so the you just level to... started, it'd be like peace on this level. Yeah. So oh, that's right, because there wasn't a peace on every level. Yeah. So if you found the elevator, you could always just go yeah. to the next level. So if you didn't, you just hurry up and found the elevator and got out of there. There were, fake, there were mimic elevators. I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure there were in the new ones, wasn't there? But uh, you also could lose your friend, too. 
because it was like split screen. Oh, if you were playing two player, yeah. yeah. Like if one of you flew off the edge, you'd be, yeah, you'd be, that sucked. You just kept dying. There's <laughs> nothing you could do. Right? Well, no, you play like from the lower levels, and you have to catch up and get to the elevator. Again. Yeah, like if you fell off the edge, you went back to the previous level. Both of you? No, just the guy who no, fell off the just edge. The person oh, it's just split screen. Yeah, that got really hard to play. That well, <laughs> split screen is always annoying. I'm glad, especially on a Sega. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Although I do remember a pretty seamless transition for when you're both on the same area and on the same screen. Yeah, you kind of like oh, when it in. came together. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then then it'll split, and then one you'll both be running around wherever. Yeah, yeah, they nailed that. Damn, that's a cool game. It's such a unique game that's never been done again. It's just man, they were really like taking shots with Sega games. Like now, everything seems so formulaic. Like, yeah, formulaic, paint by numbers, yep. like. Just and it's like especially all the service games, they just get you like they do whatever it takes to get you to keep playing and keep giving them money. Back then, they're like, "Fuck it, let's have a couple funky aliens <laughs> fix their ship." You're gonna buy it for fifty bucks? There's no microtransactions. Just play it until you fucking die. Yeah, these bad alien rappers crashed on Earth. Play the game. Yeah, that's so yeah. And cool. then when you're fucking done, hand it to your buddy, and then they'll play it. Yeah, man. man. Olden days were awesome. Cartridges should make a comeback. I just, it's amazing how long the cartridges have lasted. Like, they, they just last forever. Well, yeah. that's, that's objectively not true, but. Well, yeah, you got cartridges with save games on them that they have internal batteries that are dead. Yeah. Yeah, then you, you just replace the battery. Yeah, but then you lose your battery. save game. Yeah. That's true. I didn't say your save games last forever. <laughs> I said, yeah. Uh, Unsavable cartridges, cartridges last forever. Well, anything else we want so to say cool. about this massive, awesome collection of Sega games we just went over today? No. Comic Zone fucking rules. Yeah. <laughs> it sure did. And I want to play I want a new one. That may be the best story of any one. game we've ever done. I might download the Straight up. PS4 version and play Yeah. It. I mean, it's up there. With that, now that we're done talking about our Sega games, let's move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist Classic Wrestling Federal. Ding. Ding. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> hey! Macarena. All right. Every week we ask Dr. Scientist for a 100% guaranteed amazing wrestling finisher, and he has never let us down. So this week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us? We got the classic Jake the Snake wrestler finishing move, the DDT. Oh, oh. my God, he's the original DDT. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he invented it. Damn. But if you don't know what a DDT is, I can't Wake up, you. children. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help you. <laughs> yeah. Jake Roberts is credited with the invention of the DDT. Damn. I mean, I knew wow. he was a badass, but that's fucking yeah. crazy. Remember yeah. when I hit our little brother with it on the kitchen floor? Remember when I hit you with it on a Hitch's wedding? Because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was told I did it. <laughs> no, you kind of just put me in a headlock and wouldn't let go. You didn't do uh, I, don't, I don't fucking remember anything. Anyway. Yeah, you know what it is? You could really hurt somebody, do yeah, it. Yeah, you can definitely <laughs> hurt somebody. You can snap yeah. a neck easily. Yeah, maybe don't do this in a street fight. No. Unless, you're unless, really... they're, unless they're trying to DDT you. Yeah. yeah. That's hard to reverse that. Does this also start in a standing 69? No, it does not. <laughs> this is head under armpit. Yeah. Fall face on lock. your back. Yeah. Smack their face off the ground. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes, yes, of course. The DDT. <laughs> of course, of course. so that's it that's the ddt that's the classic wrestling finisher lock of the week boom that'll take us to our favorite segment of every week which is chump slaps would you rather what are you surreal every week we ask chump slap a would you rather question and he has to answer it and explain himself this week sir chump slap we got a real Real thinker for you. Is it a zinger? It's a zinger. It's another It's another one of those. You're not going to like either of these options. Oh, those are my favorite. Mm, nice. I love deciding the lesser of two evils, like elections of presidents. So <laughs> if, you, if you love those, I got two evil ones for you right here. Because chump slap, would you rather get diarrhea every time you laugh... 
or vomit every time someone says it's your Chump, name. His real name or just Chump Slap? Like, does that work too? Whatever he goes by in public. Let's say his real name. Uh, what was what happens when I have when someone says my real name? Vomit and diarrhea when I laugh. Every time you laugh, like uncontrollable. Yeah, can you, like, does he have time to run to the bathroom? Like, can I be watching a movie and I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. No more comedies. Yeah. No, because I feel like it's a really easy answer. If I say that's the case, you'll have to live your life on a toilet. We're gonna say no. We're gonna say you get 15 seconds. No, I'd still take. Whenever anyone says my name, I'll vomit it. Because I don't talk to people. Nobody ever says my name. Yeah, I don't fucking interact with people very often. At work, they don't. Oh, yeah, they do say my name a lot. Shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's just something they're going to have to deal with. <laughs> Throw up right on the fryer. Because if I'm fucking shitting diarrhea all the time, I'm eventually going to have to wipe my ass, and it's just going to be a fucking sore, terrible thing. Yeah, that's that's true. And eventually you need vomiting all the time. It's going to be terrible on my esophagus. My sweet voice is going to be changing. I don't know, I don't know man. This is You're going to sound like fucking Reagan from The Exorcist by the end of it. Yeah, right? Like my voice is going to get deeper and more disgusting. I don't know. I'll have to take the vomit though because I do. Unless my cat can start to say my name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's pretty great. <laughs> there it is. All right, so you chose to vomit every time someone says your name. Yeah, I can't. I can imagine scenarios like if you go to work, everyone will be like, "All right, we got that out of our system. He vomited twelve times today." Uh, I'd eventually right, tell him to stop saying my anymore. name. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I think eventually it would work, but I think we're get around town that you're the guy who vomits every time someone says his name. Oh, they just scream my name like and you're gonna out have, my window. <laughs> they're going to have high school kids driving down the road. Yo, chump slap. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you rather me fucking have to shit every 15 minutes, she said? Or 15 seconds. That's how much time you have to run. While we're, we're recording this. Every time I laugh. We'll just have to not be funny. No problem. Not a hard game to do. Oh, fucking nailed no. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. Well, let's say... I don't know, someone had a good thing you could do to curb some of that vomiting or diarrhea and they had it together in some fan fiction for an email, where would they send that to, Sir Trump? I'll send it to plottytime at gmail.com and I will personally read and respond to each and every one of you. Perfect. And if they want to get to us faster on the socials, Screaming Chump Slap's name and knowing that he's going to vomit. Where would they where would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram, Twitter, and Barbie Dreamhouse Adventures. Yeah, these guys don't know that these... what. Would you rather's actually happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is I'm a wizard. I put these curses on Chump Slap, and when he DDTs me, it'll clear all the all the spells. <laughs> that would be sweet. That would be a sick thing. <laughs> uh, if you want to help us out, go to YouTube, like and subscribe. You can listen to the podcast while you watch a little waterfall with our logo, and you can also help us out by heading over to the store. Just Google Plotty Time Store, or just go to eBay and search Plotty Time. You'll find us there. Two words when you're searching there. Sure, two words. It'll be great. Beanies are dope. So, I guess go to the store, help us out, play some video games. Rate, subscribe. Don't trust Dr. Scientist. Rate, subscribe everywhere. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. We'll talk to you later. Peace. 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 Play comics. Over.